Kinky Kid Culture and everything else in between. I am still a little, little bit sick, but you know what? I feel fabulous. Compared to the last two weeks when I barely talk, I was constantly coughing. Oh my God, it was getting on my nerves, coughing on mucus. I know y'all don't want to hear that, but you know me, I like to share stuff. But I was feeling sick, real, real sick, and it was killing me. But I'm feeling fabulous, and wonderful but i want to share something with y'all y'all know i always share stuff with y'all so how do a person i'm asking y'all how does a person fall up the stairs well my stupid butt falls up the stairs hurt my big toe now my big toe is on fire now i got bruising on it and everything i saw my god i mean i tripped up these steps and I was like, you know how when you fall and when you fall, when you fall backwards, you just like actually start like tumbling. But I was doing the same thing, but in reverse. I was tumbling up, like trying to grab the steps going up. But I ended up catching myself as I hit my toe, trying to grab the steps, and then made it up. When I tell you, oh my God, I was like, really? 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 As I'm getting over this cold, then I hit my toe. But other than that, I had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. Because you know what? I woke up this morning. That's a blessing. I'm breathing. That's a blessing. Every limb on my body is working. That's a blessing. So, do I have any complaints? No, I don't. I just have to walk around with a sore toe, but I'll be okay. Since it's life, I need to stop being so doggone clumsy because I am forever being clumsy. Lord Jesus. Everybody pray for me. But no matter where you are in the world, morning, noon, night, whenever you decide, whenever you listen to this podcast, Depending on wherever part of the world you are, I hope y'all having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Because I know I am. I'm having a fabulous day. This pack, um, this is part three of the podcast. We've been talking about low, medium, high porosity. Which one are you? Last week, we talked about medium. The week before, we talked about low. And this week, we ended it off with high porosity. If I still sound a little, my voice still sound a little scratchy, as I stated before, I, I am getting over the cold, and I am feeling a little bit better, but my voice is, is trying to get to where it needs to be. But it's okay, though, because the show must go on. We got this. We got this. Okay. So, when I talk about, I'm going to give y'all a good rundown from low, medium, high. Okay, so I'm gonna give you the recap of low and medium. I'm not gonna give you the full one because you can always go back on the Kinky Care Culture podcast or any platform that you listen to your podcast and go back and be able to understand it better. But I'm just gonna give you a little rundown from the low medium and I'm gonna close it in with the high. Okay, and like I told you, I'm gonna give you as much information 
and hope that you understand each and every part of it. And if you don't, feel free to email us, you know, contact us, email us, Um, leave us a message, leave us a voice message, and we'll be gladly, gladly to continue talking on a topic, add to it, or if we miss something, or, or even if we mess up on something, and it's better, you say it better. We'll make sure we shout you out and let you know, okay? Because at the end of the day, we're all working together to grow healthy hair, okay? It doesn't matter if it's long or short, because lately, people have been more focused on the length instead of how healthy it looks or the texture of my hair or this other question. But they, they don't start with the base. You got to start with the base. Is it growing out your hair healthy? Then we can worry about your other stuff, your curl pattern, everything else. You get what I'm saying? And the, the, with the porosity, is helping you with this. So you can better understand what your hair needs. Okay? So that way you won't be just going running around buying different products and be assuming, I'm going to do this and it's going to work. No. Learn. This is a guide. Remember, it's a guide. And what God is, is showing you. Okay, this is the steps that you can start taking towards healthy hair. So that way, you might add some more stuff to it or be like, no, my hair don't need this, but it does need this. I'm glad that I read this guide or listened to this guide, you know what I'm saying, and understood what they was talking about. So that way, I can break down my hair and understand what's going on with my hair. So remember, this is a guide, okay? And with guides, you just, you know, take what you can learn from it and keep it going. So, I'm going to give you the definition of hair porosity. Like I said, it's going to be clips, okay? Clips, clips, clips. Because, you know, I don't want to give you too much because we're going on to the high. Hair porosity refers to how well your hair is able to absorb and hold moisture. It is affected by the flexible outer hair layer called the cuticle, which determines how easy moisture and oils pass in and out of your hair. That's the definition of high porosity. So that's why they break it down to low, medium, high. Okay? Now, if you have low porosity hair, your hair strands have a tightly bond cuticle layer that lays flat and tends to repel water. Depending on your texture, low porosity hair can be shiny and tend to be stubborn with chemical process. Okay, with low porosity hair, basically, this is what it is. Hair does not easily allow moisture in or out. Strands have a lightly bond cuticle layer and overlap scales, and hair is more prone to product buildup. Hair may feel habitually dry. Okay, what does that mean? So, people with low porosity hair can't, they, anything they put on their hair that is heavy will tend to sit on top of the hair cuticles will sit on the hair okay we know the hair is not flat okay we know this okay so it sits on top of your hair but it's sitting on top of your hair it's not absorbing through the strands okay so basically you're suffocating your hair in so many ways okay so if you have low porosity hair refer back to the episode on low low porosity hair Okay, refer to that one. Low, medium, high, which one are you? Part one, low porosity. Okay. Use light oils. Grapeseed oil is a good light oil for your hair. As I explained, I learned that I have low porosity hair. Okay. And I'm going to tell you more into that later because it, it's going to tell you about, it's, it leads into high, what I'm going to explain to you. Okay. But anyway, 
the product sits on top of your hair. So certain things you cannot, certain products you cannot use. You got to be very careful of how heavy it is, okay? Because you need to use light stuff. You need to add water to some of your deep conditioners, okay? It's a lot of process that you have to do when you have low porosity hair, okay? I'm just going to give you that little bit of rundown right there for low porosity. We're going to talk about medium porosity, okay? Because like I said, I'm not going to give you all of it. I got to give you some. You got to go back, rewind, so that way you won't be able, so you'll be able to understand exactly what I'm talking about, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, if you have medium, medium porosity hair, then you are, your hair is perfect. I mean, perfect. Your hair releases the moisture at the right amount of time that it needs to, and it keeps it in, okay? So you don't have problems like low porosity, where everything that sits on top of your hair and nothing is going through. Nothing, Okay? nothing so it's best to understand this test and remember it's a guide so that way you can understand your hair and with low i mean not low correction medium porosity i'm gonna tell you what it is the cuticles are not as tight and allow for great moisture balance hair with medium porosity is low maintenance shiny and healthy hairstyles last longer and require less maintenance so that means basically you don't have to do nothing to your hair you moisturize your hair, you can literally go literally a, a, a long time. What I mean by long time, because you should never go a long time not moisturize your hair. Moisturize your hair with low porosity. It's good it's, it's good to moisturize your hair with light oils and stuff like that. Like what I do, because I'm low porosity, okay, I um, do it every night. I um, moisturize my ends, the ends of my hair every night. That's what I do. Well, medium porosity, you don't have to worry about that. You go three, four, five days without it. You know, once you do that one good time, moisturize it good, you go a little bit. It's like when you put certain styles in your hair, your hair will less likely to frizz up faster. You can hold that style. You can wear certain style, low maintenance styles, and it won't even mess up because um, your hair is holding in the moisture and everything it needs to keep it strong, healthy, shiny, you know. That's the great thing about having medium porosity hair. So you have no problems, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you about the test, okay? And I'm going to explain it to you. Then we're going to go right into the high porosity, okay? Now, with doing a test, right, there's actually two ways of doing a test, okay? But I'm going to tell you the water test one, okay? So you could better get an understanding of this. With the water test one, you get a cup of a glass of water. What you get the glass of water, you take it straight out, plug mines. Some people cut it off, but make sure your hair is freshly washed. Nothing in it. You wash your hair, there's no chemicals, no n- nothing. Not even chemicals, no product. Correction, no product in your hair. Okay? You take it. If your hair floats to the top, you have low porosity hair. That means meaning everything is sitting on your hair. Okay, if you have, if it sinks, not sinks, I'm sorry, if it floats to the middle, you have medium porosity hair. Now, if it floats to the bottom, you have high porosity hair. The 
second test that you can do is, and I really wouldn't recommend it, but it's up to you. Okay. It's a slip and slide test. And basically you take a, a strand of hair, slide your fingers up the shaft towards the scalp. If you feel like bumps, if you feel like little bumps along the way, that means that your hair cushion is lifted and that you have high porosity hair. If your fingers slip smoothly, then you have low porosity hair. Okay. That one, uh, I wouldn't really do it because, you know, some people, okay, I'm going to say this. If you don't comb your hair, use a comb brush or anything like that. I don't use a comb brush in my hair. I haven't for like a, it's been a whole year. It's literally, and I'm a shock. It's been a whole year since I have used a comb and a brush. January, I'll be going back using it probably. I don't know. But anyway, I haven't used one. And if you're doing it and your hair is not combed or brushed, or if you haven't properly detangled your hair, you won't really know the difference. And that's the only thing that I wouldn't, that's the only reason why I wouldn't really recommend that one. But the, but it's up to you. And that one's a slip and slide test. You know, to each his own. I just say as long as you do the test, the water test is the best one. But it's up to you. It's you and your hair. Okay? Now, we are going to get into low, medium, high. Which one are you? Part three, high porosity test. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm going to give you a different mission. I can't even get it out. I'm so excited because I'm actually going to be able to talk. And I, even though I sound a little crazy, just a little crazy, but it's like it's, the energy is coming out. But anyway, we're going to give you a definition of the high porosity test, okay? And the definition of high porosity is holes and gaps in the cuticles allow moisture to be absorbed easily, but also lost. More products are required to allow moisture in. This hair type will frizz in humid weather. Okay. Now that you get an understanding of the high porosity, meaning, okay. High porosity hair people, they have to use a lot. I mean, lots and lots of lots of oils, products, everything in the hair just to keep the moisture. Okay. It's, they don't have problems with it seeping in the hair okay like low porosity everything that sits on top that you know you have to use lighter products for it to, to see through but high porosity don't have that problem they have a problem of it escaping like escaping out so they have to put a lot of product in the hair in order for it to keep it from drying being brittle causes split ends the whole nine yards and with the high porosity test if your hair flows to the bottom with the water test, which I recommend, that means you have high porosity hair. Now, this is what I want y'all to understand, okay? Your hair porosity can change. Yes, it can, okay? And you can start off. The reason why I want to talk to this before I finish going into the hair part, the high hair porosity, because... Um, a group that I'm in mentioned uh, about it and I was going to talk about it anyhow today so it's a great opportunity for me to even 
really go into deep, deep details. I was going to briefly go into it, but you know what? I, heck, I'm going to give it all. I'm going to give it all to y'all. Give it as much as I can. That I say as much as I can. But your hair process can change. What I mean is, if you're like me, I was transitioning from relaxed to natural, okay? And when you transition in from relaxed to natural, your hair porosity can change or relax. I mean, natural to relax, your hair porosity can change, okay? you could, Your hair porosity can start off high where your hair constantly needs massive amount of products in your hair, okay? Massive amount of products to keep your hair moisturized, okay? So it won't be dry, brittle, split ends, you know the whole nine, okay? But as you gradually, your hair, your t- the two t- uh, textures, the demarcation line, I have um, explained that in one of my other episodes. I forgot which one. I got so many of them. Um, but I'm going to give you a, a definition of demarcation, okay? The demarcation line, so that way you can understand what I'm talking about before I go any further. Oh, I do. I want to give you all definitions and understand this stuff. Even though I have said it before. I want to also give it to you, and it's called the de- demarcation line in here, okay? And what it is, is, is where the natural hair and relaxed hair meets. At this at this point, the hair is at the weakest point because the natural hair that is growing from the scalp is stronger, and the relaxed hair is less stronger because of the chemical breakdown, okay? Which is called the line of demarcation, okay? Let me get it right, it's line of demarcation okay so with line of demarcation you have two different textures like explain your natural hair is strong but then you have the relaxed part which is weak and you know how with the the um relaxed part of your hair be all like stringy and stuff but the other part of your hair is like all strong and beautiful well within that line where it starts the natural and the relaxed let me get it out the natural begins and the relax starts or basically ends like you know that right there in the middle where the two two textures meet thank you two texture meets right there that part has to definitely 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 keep moisturized and stuff because that's where breakage starts that's why a lot of people do big chops a lot of people do big chops because they don't have the time, the patience, or whatever it may be to actually keep, make sure both parts of the natural hair and the relaxed hair is basically managed right, moisturized right. Because failure to do that, your hair will break. And it will break all the way up to that point, right? And even go further. So that's why a lot of people do the big chop. For one, because of that. Because dealing with two different textures, boy, when I tell you, it can be very difficult. can be very difficult and annoying, okay? Because, especially detangling. Also, people also do the big choppers because they don't like how it looks. When that part of the hip is all fluffy and beautiful and they got long strands hanging down and stuff. So, so other people do that. There's other reasons why. But the main reason people do the big chop is because of that dealing with two different textures okay so you have to keep that moisturized so that being said that's how you can end up with two different hair porosity you can start off with the low where your hair just like you need to use like light oils 
or you know um, certain type of deep conditioners to be able to um, moisturize your hair and you got to use water and stuff and water's good period no matter what low medium high water is good especially drinking it drink drink eight eight ounces of water if you can a gallon of water substitute water's good for your hair but anyway so you have to your hair your low you end your soft with low and then all of a sudden your hair as your, your texture coming in can change into high where you have to all of a sudden start adding a lot of products to your hair lots and lots and lots of products to your hair to keep it okay it's like it can revert back to low will it ever get to the medium where your hair just right yes if you probably train your hair your hair you can train your hair you can you know how I'm gonna say it like this okay it's the same principle of like I'm using when I was relaxed when I was relaxed I used to wrap my hair all the time I used to never get around my hair I saw my God, how do these people get their hair wrapped around the head when I use a thousand more bobby pins, right? But back in the day, the, the um, bobby pins was the joint. The doobie wraps, uh, yes, yeah, so they ain't even that old, okay? But still, them doobie wraps uh, with the bobby pins. So anyway, that's a, you know, New York thing. But anyway, so I used to wonder how did you be able to do it because it's so hard to wrap your hair. Well, anyway, training and training and training and then boom. I can do it with my eyes closed. My eyes closed. I can wrap my hair around. I can do it with my hands. That's how good I I can do it. Same principle. You can train your hair. Okay, that's why it's best to know what porosity your hair is so that way you can be able to train it to get to where it needs to be. Now, not necessarily where it's going to end up being medium where you don't have to do nothing or it might just go straight from low to high. And, and that might, and it might be the case. You never know. And also, where you're located at can have effect. Uh, I said factor. <laughs> have an effect on your hair as well. As well, I can't get up that. I cannot talk. My voice is finally clear, and my voice, and I can't barely get words out. I'm saying, oh Lord Jesus, pray for me, guys. Pray for me, okay? But where your location is, you it, uh, Jesus. Wherever your location, your hair can change, okay? And require a lot more moisture or a lot less moisture, okay? Also, I'm going to say this. One time I went to, um, first time ever flying, I went to um, Atlanta for a business. And when I went there, I noticed I had moisturized my head. I did all that stuff to it. Now, mind you, I'm going, and this is right when the weather was starting to change, where it started getting um, cold and stuff. I'm on this plane. When I tell you when I got off this plane and got back, my hair was super dry. When I got back to North Carolina, my, my hair was just like uh, moisture, moisture. 911 moisture. 911 moisture. Moisture 911. My hair needs so much moisture in it. I'm just telling you, sometimes your hair goes through them things, go through them phases where it wants to dry out on you, and your hair, you will have perfectly normal hair, and all of a sudden it can switch up on you. Okay? So always be prepared to, for that, okay? Also, when you fact in that you have 3A, 3B, 
uh, 4A, 4B, 4C hair, like different textures in your hair. That play that can play, play a factor in your porosity hair too, okay? What each one of your hair, yeah, each one of your hair texture needs, okay? And sometimes it could be frustrating because you just hope that you, you're the one, to, you're the type of person that has exactly one porosity so that way you can just deal with that and that's it. But you know what? God created us differently. Things happen. You know what I'm saying? Not one person is built perfect unless you go and get your plastic surgery or whatever it may be to be perfect. Other than that, different is good. The same, not good, okay? But anyway, so you can have that. So you can basically start off with um, low to normal to high and then back again to low, okay? So you can, so this is, I'm basically telling you that with the hair porosity, it can change due to climate. It could do to um, your hair texture and it could do to um, hair texture, hair texture, climate, and um, if you're transitioning, okay? So to answer that question, that's the question. That's the answer to it. it yes, you can have two different hair porosity. But it can all come together. But remember, it can change. The more you train and the more you understand your hair. Now, we're going to go right into high porosity. The different products and everything that you can use for having high porosity hair. So I'm going to give you some products that you could use. And I'm going to start with the leave-ins, the deep condition, and then the oils. Just give you a little breakdown of what you can use if you have high porosity hair. Because having high porosity hair, your hair dries out fast. It gets dry, okay? So by having high porosity hair, it tangles easily because of fry ends. And it's very hard to keep moisturized. So by that being said, you need the right products to put in your hair, okay? And these are some black-owned ones that I'm going to give you, okay? I'm going to go down the list, okay? And I'm just going to give you, like, a, just a few. I'm not going to go down the whole entire list. Okay. A good leave-in for high porosity is Kinky Curly, not today, okay? Junior Valley Direct Leave-In Conditioner. Care, Care Care Natural Texture Leave-In Conditioner. Um, Let me see. Silk Elements Leave-In Moisturizing Cream. Yeah, and Camilla Rose Natural Moisture Milk. Okay? Now, what I'm going to go into, a good shampoo. Those who shampoo their hair, this is great for you. Those who co-wash, um, a good co-wash is uh, As I Am. That's a good one to use if you're um, using a... Uh, Using the uh, <coughs> co-washing your hair, like you know, if you don't want to wash your hair, but they have different ones. They got Jane Carter solution, moisturizing, nurture, nurture, nurture. I can't even get out. Lord Jesus, nourishing shampoo, Jane Carter solution, moisture, nurturizing shampoo. I'm gonna get it out. Okay, living proof restore shampoo. That's a good one that you can use for your hair. Okay. Now, we're going to go into some oils. I, and with co-washing, okay, 
If you have high porosity hair, co-washing is the best. Why? Because the more you wash your hair, the more that you strip in of its natural oils, okay? And with high porosity hair, you have to put a lot of product in your hair. Shampoo is not, not a good option. Co-washing is always good, okay? Because you don't want to dry your hair, especially if you type person, whether it's low, medium, high, want to um, put dye in your hair, put chemicals in your hair. <clears throat> that co-washing is best because it leaves in, but it, it washes, it takes the dirt out, but leaves in all of its ingredients, nutrients, and everything in your hair. So it'd be less that you have to put in. And the less is better. Because the more it takes out with high porosity, the more your hair will be brittle, dry, breakage. The whole nine yards. Why go through all that when you can just co-wash? Now, every some people, every six months, they'll go co-wash for six months and then wash their hair with actual shampoo. But they use a clarifying shampoo. Okay? Instead. And then instead of a regular shampoo, okay? Clarifying again. Anything that they might have missed out of their hair, clarifying shampoo will get it for you, okay? But the best way for high porosity is to go co-washing, okay? And I'm, that's my thoughts on that one, okay? Now, I gave you the leave-ins. I gave you the shampoo. I didn't give you the deep conditioner, Okay, the deep conditioner, okay, for high porosity hair is Carol Daughter Scared Hair Mask. Let me see. Eden Body Works Coconut Shea Moisture Co-Wash. Okay. Um, Kiki Not Today, of course. Um, Madam CJ Walker, Jamaican Black Castor Oil Moisturizer <coughs> Conditioner. Shade Radiance Maximum Moisture Conditioner. That's a, that's a couple that I'm just giving you for high porosity hair. You can always go and like go and do more research on figuring that out. Okay? Now for the best oils. Best, best, best oils, butters, whatever it may be, to keep your hair moisturized. Especially during these harsh, harsh. When I tell you harsh weathers, Winter don't be playing. Winter will dry your hair out, all the way out. Okay? It will dry out. You can use castor oil, Jamaican black castor oil, olive oil, shea butter, mango butter. Okay? And those are just some things that you know to help you, you know, keep your hair moisturized. Okay, because with high porosity hair, it requires a lot, a lot to put in your hair. Okay, with low, you have to use light stuff because you want it to seep into your hair. And with light, <coughs> excuse me, that cold trying, that cough trying to come back with the light oils and um, with using that, it helps seep through faster than heavy oils where it just sit on top. And you notice with high porosity, they can use black castor oil, anything heavy olive oil. Um, you can use the olive the um, olive oil. Is it? Uh, let me get it right. Olive oil. Um, avocado. And you can mix that up and put that in your hair. And essential oil like tea tree. And you can use that those who have um, high porosity hair in order to get lock in the moisture 
you know, because we're trying to grow your high porosity, you have to find ways to build in moisture in your hair. And that's a good way to do that, too. Okay? Also, don't always remember, co-washing, co-washing, co-washing is good. Co-washing, please. Co-wash your hair if you have high porosity hair. With low, you can, with low, medium, high, you can do it all the way around. But with high porosity, I really recommend that. I'm low porosity for right now. My hair might change or I might stay low porosity. I don't know. I don't know what my hair going to do right now because I did was transitioning. Okay. So my hair can change at any point or go back. You never know. But I do co-wash from time to time and I also shampoo my hair. And like I said, I, in one of my previous um, episodes, um, when I did condition my hair, I did me and my daughter's hair. We used the, uh, we deep conditioned our hair. We deep conditioned our hair. We got us um, two trash bags from Walmart. You know, if you don't got Walmart, save a lot. Grocery bags, whatever. Whatever. It don't matter. Hot head. It don't matter. But anyway, so we use, we put the plastic bag, or you can use caps, plastic caps, whatever you get your hands on. So whatever I got my hands on at the moment, that's what I use. And I had to use bags, grocery bags at the time, okay? Because I didn't feel like walking away to my room and get the, the plastic caps, okay? But anyway, they all work the same. So what I did was put the deconditioner in my hair, put the plastic bag on, put the hot towel on, then I put the plastic bag on it, and then I wore a, um, a fitted cap on my head, one of them like little hoodie little things on. And I walked around with it, and then the thing about it was the whole time when I was walking around with it, I thought that my hair was like, you know, I thought it was going to be like cold, the towel was going to get cold and stuff, which it did. But you know the crazy thing about it, all that heat escaped to my hair because when I took all of it off, my hair was still hot, but that towel was cold. So it was doing its job. I didn't think it was, but it actually did its job. Or you can go the other way is where the, the um, cap, get a, a high hat thermal um, cap, um, and putting your hair. I mean, you know. Anyway, it's a thousand ways to deep condition your hair. Okay, but I'll just tell you one of the ways that I decided to deep condition my hair. I hope this was helpful to y'all to understand the low, medium, high porosity, okay? As I gave you all them products and stuff, you can refer back to the low to get some of them. Medium, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> Excuse me. It doesn't matter because your hair, is the moisture escaping and staying in is perfect. You don't have, it's, it's balanced, perfect balance when you have medium porosity. It's when you get to the high, when you have, your hair's thirsty and it needs so much to get it to go. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want your hair to dry. Just like with low porosity, you need everything to be light, lightweight, in order to penetrate through your um cuticles. Okay? So it's it's a balance. And like I always tell everybody, this is a guide. Once you figure out what your hair porosity is, go from there. Because some products might work for you, some products might not. Okay? But remember, it's a guide, okay? Also, it's helping, this guide is helping you before you go spend all this money out, throwing products in your hair, not understanding what it, what the definition of this is, and wasting all this money, and then when you do the test, be like, oh, I didn't even have to buy this. 
It won't work in my head anyhow. Or dag, that's why it wasn't working in my head because it's too heavy. Or dag, I need to buy more of this. My head was thirsty. My head needed this. Oh my, you know what I'm saying? Just be patient with your hair. When being natural, it's all the key to is patience. And stay off the damn YouTube and all these other channels. If you can't just watch it for entertainment to get some ideas and just be like, oh, okay, okay. When I get my hair to where I need to be, I might try that. Oh, okay, this is what they was talking about. This is information, it's a guide, okay? Stay off of it if you can't. Just watch them and just understand what they got going on. Stop trying to be in your, your, hair, your hair. Because what, what people don't understand is what works for them may not work for you. Okay? Or if it do work for you, that's great. But in the meantime, between time, learn your hair. Learn what works for your hair. Okay? I see, watch a thousand one YouTubes. I don't post my own YouTube channel stuff. It's... But at the same time, I always stress to people, what works for me may not work for you. They say the same thing, too. And we still go out there and be like, uh, this is, this is what I, this is a YouTube picture I was trying to get, but this is what I got. You think? Because you don't even know that the product that they use their hair might not work good for your hair. But I guarantee if you change that product, knew what your hair needed, your hair probably would look like that YouTube video, but with a different product. You know what I'm saying? Well, people don't understand that. Like, with my hair, as I'm learning my hair, I don't put gel and stuff in my hair. I stopped. Every once in a while, I would put gel in my hair, but lately I haven't. I've been going with my natural hair with nothing in it. And I, cause I always thought like, oh, my hair's gonna be extra crunchy. My hair's gonna be dry. Uh, my hair's gonna, it was not gonna have that sleek look that I see on these um, YouTube magazines, yada, yada. That's the mindset that I had until I educated myself. And when you educate yourself, then you will realize you don't need all that stuff. Well, anyway, I noticed I don't put that stuff in my hair. My hair is so curly, soft, beautiful. It looks slick on its own. It's not crunchy. And why, why is that, Candy? Why is your hair doing all that? Because I took the time out to know what to put in my hair. What to make my hair moisturize, how to properly tie my hair up at night, how to keep my hands out of my hair, to leave a style in my hair and don't leave it in there on a Monday and on Tuesday take it out because I saw a cuter hairstyle that I think that I can rock better. You see? And that's what we're not understanding. And that's what we're not understanding. And I know I'm saying like I'm preaching to y'all, but I want y'all to understand the beauty of natural hair. Natural hair is so beautiful once you get to know it. Your hair won't have to be crunchy and dry, okay? You won't be having beanie beads in the back of your hair if you keep it moisturized. When your hair is all crunchy back there and beanie beads are all tight, it's because it has no, it's, it's lacking moisture, okay? Beanie beads is lacking moisture. Your hair is not like, if you put some moisture into it, if you notice if you add water to it and moisturize it, how it's, it's not even crunchy back there anymore. But if you just leave it dry, don't do nothing to it, it's going to be beanie bead and crunchy and looking like you know anything under the sun you know just dry you know so that's all i'm saying to y'all patience keep your hands out learn the prosody of your hair remember and also remember as a guy i'm keep saying hair prosody remember as a guy you're gonna be just fine leave your hair alone 
I wear a twist in my hair. And most people, they when they put twist and everything else in their hair, they be afraid of what people think. Oh, my hair's going to look like this. Oh, my God. Somebody might say something about me. Somebody going to say this, then, and third. Is your hair healthy? Do you like it? Is it bothering you? Do what doesn't care what anybody else think. I'm a strong believer. I don't give a daggone care what anybody thinks. It's what I like and what I'm doing to grow my hair. I'm with that with myself, my appearance. I don't care what the world thinks. It's what I love. It's what I want to do. That's why I don't go out there and jump on nobody's bandwagon. I've been told, you know what? You're beautiful. You should wear makeup, too. You know what I'm saying? You know, try makeup, too, and stuff. Uh-uh. I don't want to do it. I, I, I don't need it. I'm not breaking anything that's not... Maybe one day I actually take the time and go get my... Put makeup on and try and stuff. I have tried it, but not have fully, like, tried, tried it. You know what I'm saying? Go out all the way out there because... That's not, I got beautiful skin. My skin does not require anything, any enhancement. Um, it's clear by the grace of God and genes. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no blemishes. I don't have two different tones. So I, I think I'm pretty good. I don't, I don't want to break anything that's, I don't want to mess up what I have going on. Okay? And my skin, you know what I'm saying? Just like with my hair. I used to have long, long, I say used to, because I've been switched switch from relaxed to natural. So I'm growing my hair back, and my hair is still long. But it's not as long as it was when it's relaxed, because I've been, you know, chopping off the um, relax as I go. Okay? All I'm saying to y'all is love yourselves. Love yourselves and love your hair. And remember... We here, we here. This podcast is here to help you better understand, to know what's going on with your hair, and you know, talk about anything else that you want to talk about. Okay. I hope all this information was helpful and that you understand everything about the high porosity, because you know that's what we do. We talk about hair, 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 hair. Before I let you go, I always tell you that we're going to do a hair fun fact. Okay. Every episode, you're going to get a hair fun fact. And today's hair fun fact is honey. And what, how honey is used for so many things. Heck, I even use honey through this whole time I've been sick. I've been adding it in my tea. I don't use sugar. I use the honey. And it's been working. Honey release it a lot. It's basically once you drink it, drink the honey, the honey attaches to all the mucus and basically brings it all up. And it has been working for me, okay? But what honey for your hair is, oh, my God, it is amazing. I have used avocado, honey, and tea tree. I have mixed it up, and I have put it in my hair. And I used that as a form of deep conditioner one time. It's amazing. It made my hair feel soft, shiny, and beautiful. But I'm going to give you the benefits of honey before we leave. With honey, it helps seals and moisture in your hair. It keeps it conditioned. This reduces breakage, which is often a cause of slower hair growth. It has rich antioxidants properties, which prevents damages, keeping your scalp and hair healthy. Honey strengthens in the, in the hair follicles, curbing hair fall. So which is basically it helps your hair grow and keeps you moisturized and shining. So that's your hair fun fact with honey. So... Next time you decondition your hair, I don't even care if it's store-bought, okay? Or if you're making your own, add a little honey to it to spice up that deep conditioner, okay? 
As always, we came for the hair and the culture. We love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all your love and support. Thank you for all those who has donated to this podcast. If you would like to donate to this podcast, you can always click on the Kiki Care Culture. And at the top, it will say where you could donate a certain amount. We appreciate you. Um, thank you for everybody all over the world listening in. Every Sunday at 9 p.m. will be a new episode. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Because without y'all, we would not be here. If you would like to leave a message, a voicemail, want to talk about a specific topic, if you want to just let us know about anything that's going on with your hair. And you don't want to, you don't want the world to know, but you want us to talk about it. We are here for you. Just email us. You can email us at the Kinky Care Culture Podcast at gmail.com and we'll be glad to answer all your hair care needs. Okay. Like I said, leave us voicemail. You can email us. Um, tune in every Sunday at 9 p.m. As always, we care for the hair and culture. We love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Until next Sunday. Never know what we're going to talk about. So you tune in. Love you guys. Bye. Yeah.